Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. What's going on, Brandon Pedro? It's Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. Show we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for you folks. Hello everybody and welcome back to the show. We're going to kick off the show with today's coupon code. It's hot press. So if you want to check out anything in the Adafruit shop, you can get 10% off your order. This works on everything in the shop, except for gift certificates and subscriptions. And if we head over to the website, we got freebies. This is a photo. This is the latest photo of all the things that we're giving out. There's like a lot of patches and things um, that we are giving out with orders. Over $99 or more, you get a half perma proto. $150 or more, you get the iron on badge plus the perma proto. $200 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. $299 or more, you get the circuit playground, the free shipping, the, the free iron on skill badge, and <laughs> the promo proto. All that stuff can be yours for a low, low price of $299. Remember, if you sign in with your account, you'll get a different patch every time. That's right. Very cool. We don't want you to get duplicates unless you want them. All right. We have same day delivery as an option for folks in the New York City, Manhattan area. Check out the website for details on same day delivery. Adafruit newsletter happens once a week. This one's product focused. So go to adafruit.com newsletter for that. CircuitPython meetings happen mostly on a Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. However, this week was a little special as the CircuitPython team was at PyCon. Welcome back, folks. I hope you guys are getting rested. Speaking of CircuitPython, CircuitPython.org is our latest endeavor in CircuitPython, the fastest way to get the latest version of CircuitPython on compatible hardware, not just Adafruit hardware, but hardware from the community, because that's what's up. I forgot this one. This is the Adafruit Daily newsletter. Go to adafruitdaily.com and you can, uh, you can get daily doses of different categories. Biohacking, CircuitPython, 3D printing. I think there's some other stuff there too. Check it out if you want more stuff. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room in the live broadcast. Howdy, howdy. If I could spell howdy. Good morning, good evening, afternoon, and night for everybody sharing all around the world. Yeah. Got everybody hanging out in the Discord. Giving shout outs to everybody in there. Troy, Matable, AT Makers, Bill, hanging out in there. Andy Calloway, mm -hmm. Mr. Certainly, Sweet. always in here, hanging out. Over on the YouTube, we have Stuff Kirby, Tran Chu, uh, Jim2386, Apt Pupil, Thank you all for hanging oh, out. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello, week. Bill. Oh, yeah, on the Facebook Bill's, as well. Actually, I'll try it on the phone, Discord, and YouTube is tough. Yeah, Bill's like uh, heading to the airport. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to talk a lot about Bill and his, uh, his contributions to this project. It's really his fault. <laughs> actually, we welcome it because it made this project a lot more better. Yeah. So definitely always welcome Constructive, constructive criticism. criticism. Otherwise, you get the man hammer. <laughs> get out of here. Okay. Well, hot press is uh, the coupon code, and I guess we'll jump into this week's project um, since we we chatted. Whoa, man! Slow down. <laughs> hey, everybody in the chat. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out today, and we got some fun stuff we're gonna share. So we did the coupon. We did the housekeeping. Let's go ahead and um, jump right into this week's project. Yay. Yes. Super. Awesome. Heat, set, press. 
Nice. Rig. It's uh, yeah, heat press rig. So go to learn.adafruit.com. There is the learn guide. This one covers the assembly and it hosts the 3D prints files uh, and just uh, all the little bits of hardware and things that uh, we're using in this particular build. So scrolling down, I wanted to bring attention to the soldering iron tips. These are by uh, a couple of folks called Vert Jewel. That's their name, that's the name. Um, and they designed these uh, specific uh, soldering tips that are meant for installing heat inserts. Now, I know what you're saying. What about the McMaster ones? Those are, um, everybody knows about them. We tested them. I did not test them. Oh. I got these instead, um, not knowing that McMaster had some. But uh, if you read the description, uh, they say that theirs has a longer shank, so you can reach deeper into parts, tighter corners. I did look at McMaster, it looks like a little pancake, and I don't think they work with the ceramic heater ones. Don't quote me on that, maybe Kirby can speak into that. Um, but uh, that's why we uh, chose these, uh, I forgot where I found them, but shout out to whoever either told me about it or somehow I found out about it. Um, but they're, uh, they're, they're, they have like a Tindy shop as well where they're selling them. These are made in uh, Colorado, so they're machined here in the, in the States. Um, but hey, if, if you already have the McMaster ones, stay with them. If you want to use your Hakko soldering iron, maybe you want to check these out. A little bit on the pricey end, but that's because they're made here and they're pretty decent. You get a pack of two. Uh, they work with 440s, M3 and M5, and they're compatible with the half inch Weller and Hakko 88D irons, which is the ones we're always using. Yeah. Could be saying that cool he also, uh, he hasn't tested them. He has the ones from Amazon, which you will be able to get from us pretty soon. Yeah, these are, just I saw them in the back end. They are probably taking photography yeah, pictures I to actually put them in stock. Yes, yeah, so uh, we are carrying these. Um, probably later to today. Virtual for hooking us up with them. Oh yeah. And yeah, because normally a reseller isn't, they don't let, like you get like a low quantity. They let us get a low quantity, which is great. Yeah, these actually yeah. used to be the same ones that uh, was over at SparkFun. Spark yeah, they said their sales stopped like dipping and they lost interest and they never replenished their stocks. Well, so. it's mostly because they don't do a lot of 3D printing yeah, projects maybe that's specifically. Why. Yeah, maybe like that's Like every why. week. Yeah, these aren't for soldering. <laughs> it says right on, these actually aren't for soldering. Yeah. They're for installing those heat inserts. So we're happy to take so, yeah. that over. Yeah, we'll stock them, sure. Cool. So uh, we don't stock them yet. We're, we're getting them in the shop. They're like, there's They're there. a lot of things. They're yeah, in the there's system. There's a lot of other products other than... They have their PID. Oh man, if you were to look at the list of all the things that's being tested yeah, it's, for it's samples. crazy. We just got we have this some. like pink fit pigment. There's so much. All we can say is we have job security for a long time. <laughs> Great. Is it the... We're going to hear some noises. We got some yard stuff. So uh, beyond the tips, uh, the heat inserts is another thing we're going to start carrying. Um, so I have these linked from Amazon. There's also some, uh, that's the wrong link. Gosh darn it. Well, oh, wait, no, that's, that's right. Okay. The heat inserts themselves. I like these. These are my favorite ones. These are from McMaster Car. Um, this is great because it's like a 3D model and you have the exact dimensions of everything. Uh, this one's great because it has like this little lip at the bottom that allows the heat insert to just rest on top of the mounting hole. Um, so that you, you so that it's got a nice fit like it's it's going to be locked into that mounting hole um before you plunge it down so that's pretty cool so these are the ones i have i also found these on uh on amazon albeit they're a, they have a different diameter outer diameter they have the same knurling and the same little lip but they're just different size so it kind of sucked because like they didn't fit some parts i had to reprint the thing whatever part i was making and uh yeah Got a nice uh, look at this like crazy GoPro rig. It has like eight GoPros and they're all using heat set inserts. That's cool. All right, so those are the heat set inserts and those are the tips. Other stuff you're gonna need, the main build consists of a 2020 aluminum extrusion. Uh, this stuff's really handy. Um, it's about $7.50 from the Adafruit shop. There are some uh, that McMaster sells, I think they're like a dollar more. And I'm not sure if it's the same profile, but this one is uh, the ones we carry and we have a couple of different projects that we've done with it. Of course, the New Year's Eve ball drop, 
Uh, and then John Park used it to create a, a pinball table. So cool. Which is super cool. And it looks like we used it to create some sort of mount or something for the DIY LED video wall, which is pretty neat. And the DIY LED video cube. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, uh, we have a 3D model of this as well that's in our, uh, in our GitHub repository. I have it linked in the description of this video if you're on YouTube. Uh, and uh, we have that as a 3D model and we've used it in a couple of different projects. Funny enough, this, this doesn't show the guide that the, the slider uses it as support. That's as right, supports yeah. Oh, if we, I think we put a limit on how many guides because some products have so many oh. that uh, Dev wanted to uh, cut it short, like limit the, the yeah, display. I, I, I don't know, it's not showing, that's fine. Whatever, it's cool. So the, yeah, a couple different projects that we used and we like it, 2020, all the way, yeah. Lightweight and uh, strong stuff. Cool, hardware, uh, these are these ball bearings that Bill Binko found and they're kind of different. They're not 608 ZZs as I thought they were. They're 625Z and uh, I guess they're known with the Cossel Delta, Delta 3D printers. Yeah. Um, and uh, oddly enough, uh, these dimensions are inaccurate, they're not right. <laughs> so I found the right model on McMaster car um, that had the correct <laughs> dimensions and stuff. It's fine, it, but it's but funny because I, I designed for my, every time. Yeah, I, I literally designed using these diameters and my part did not fit. And I was like, oh, why did I not check the right spec? So that's a little word of advice. Don't follow the spec here <laughs> anyway these are these are already feature the wheels they're super smooth and buttery so we're gonna we're gonna talk more about the uh the roller carriage um as i get into it so we're just kind of looking at the different parts this is a weird kind of ball bearing i don't think it's uh kind of your standard well maybe it is i don't know uh we use this on a couple of different um, fidget spinner projects. I used it in the Cricut laboratory shaker, the thing that's supposed to stir up chemicals and stuff. We used it for PVA support uh, dissolving. These ball bearings uh, have a really big inner diameter of, I believe, a 10 millimeters or so. Uh, and they're just really thin. They, they work for like parts that need to kind of press fit a ball bearing. That's why I liked using it. And I used it in um, like I said, the cricket shaker, but I also used it as the pulley idler for the ball drop projects, which is why I went with that route. Uh, Bill Binko went with like a big uh, garage door pulley, which is great. It's definitely bulky. Uh, I mean, it's definitely uh, stronger, um, but I already had these parts modeled and I already had Tom just figure out. So I figured I'd go with that, um, with this ball bearing that I already kind of had on hand. By the time I, I uh, got the garage door pulley in the mail. I had already had this printed out and assembled. Not funny how that works. Yeah, we carry a couple of the M4 size screws. These are for the 2020 uh, aluminum extrusion brackets and things. We saw a couple of different brackets and stuff for aluminum um, 2020 extrusion. And these are really nice. These are called Slim T-Nuts. They're slim, you should just look at the photo. Uh, they're better than the oval uh, T-nuts because you can actually, it's because they're slim, they can fit through the profile and then you can uh, orient them so that they uh, tighten and tighten up the bolt, the T-nut to, uh, to whatever mount thing. And I'm using this as like an end stop here, just using one T-nut and one uh, button head screw, the M4. Uh, so these are pretty nice. So they're, they're perfectly sized for this profile, the T-slot. What else do we have? So we have those T-nuts, we have the button head screws. Um, some things we don't have is like M5 hex nuts uh, for, the, for the roller carriage. Some other things here like M3 screws. Uh, those, those are all linked to McMaster because uh, they have the right length and all that. And uh, some other stuff that you'll, you'll need, you'll need like a, a piece of nylon string or rope or paracord about 2.5 millimeters in diameter. Could be a little bit bigger, a little bit thinner, whatever you have on hand. Uh, the counterweight, you can use um, nuts, screws, bolts. Bill was going to use like fishing lure, um, but he figured uh, that was too expensive and he opted to use BBs, BB and ammunition for airsoft. So I guess that's cheap and uh, you can fill up your cup with that. Sweet. And then uh, I broke down exactly what assembly needs what 
hardware. So the roller carriage needs this. The pulley idler needs that, that sort of stuff. And uh, funny enough, uh, some of the 3D printed parts do use heat set inserts. So you need heat set inserts for your heat set insert rig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. We carry this nice uh, soldering iron, which is like 20 bucks. It uh, has a ceramic heater element, just like the Hakko or the Weller. So it is compatible with those tips. It's compatible with those tips. Yep. They're compatible with the Hakko's. That's why we carry it. It's like the cheapest, nicest thing we can find. There's your aluminum extrusion. Stick vise is an awesome piece of kit. Um, it's great for uh, securing your parts when you're, when you're doing anything, doing any type of work, which is great. I like it. This printer, favorite printer, <laughs> Inventor 2. It's from Flashforge, but monoprice. It's a nice printer. It's got, uh, it fits all the parts. I'll say that. We it's got one of those filament. set it and forget it type print. Printers. Yeah, I like it. Designer notes, shout out to Bill Binko. I have a, he demoed this last week on YouTube, code uh, 10 minutes and three seconds in. If you just click that link, you'll go right to his, uh, his presentation of his mm. version of it. Yeah, so you can check that out. Yep, you're looking at what, those nuts? Yeah, those I have them really in cool their nuts. M5. I don't have any M5, sorry. Uh, I like both and I was like, great, can't use them because I have M4 screws. So if we could find that with M4 screws, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hey, if you want to know what we're talking about, head over to the Discord. Bill Binko was in there, yeah, I posting know, links I forgot and to tell suggestions Bill, like, hey, on those? really cool parts. Yeah, can you find those? Instead of the T-nuts, these are great because they actually stay in place with the little um, press, uh, well, gosh, what would you call it? A little press, we call it elastic, elastic nuts. There you go. Yeah, if we could find one that has an M4 screw head, that'd be great. Um, I was bummed that I bought these and I don't have the right screws. I never got around to looking for it. So we can spend time on that, but um, hey, there's lots of different uh, kind of bits for uh, 2020, so that's cool. Let's see some other cool stuff. Uh, while researching this, we found a lot of great projects and, and uh, resources for uh, using, how to use, how to install inserts. There's so many different types of, of them. So there's a, a great video that tests how strong our inserts versus tapped plastic by CNC Kitchen. That's a very, very awesome data-driven video. Check that out if you're interested. There's a white paper from Formed Labs that talks about adding screw threads to the 3D prints. And there's three articles on Hackaday that talk about how to use inserts and uh, two, two projects that use uh, a, uh, a drill press in the 3D printed adapter to create something very similar. So those are some, some uh, further re reading. Cool. Hopping over to the 3D printing page. These are the parts. I got them listed here. They're on, grab, uh, they're on GitHub and Thingiverse and all these places here. Um, Bill, if you'd like to post a Thingiverse, I'll link it as well. I did not get a chance to do that. So if you want to check out Bill's version, um, maybe he'll throw it up on Thingiverse later. Sweet. Did you find the M3 version? Or it has Maybe. Like oh, these are M4, M3. M4, Here we go. perfect. No, M3. Oh, you can get M3 versions of that? Looks like That's it. Great. We will yeah, send this over some. to Lamar. Yeah, maybe we can stock it too. Because the slim nuts are, are great. They fit into the profile, but they slide. So mm -hmm. if you're trying to do something like this, you kind of have to turn over. Okay. Um, yeah, so when it comes to the slice settings, these are just kind of your common slice settings that I use for most projects. I don't think you need supports for anything. Yeah, you don't need supports for anything. Yeah, everything is oriented to print as is, centered on the bed. So mm -hmm. I made sure to do that. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Let's see, designing things. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the step file is included if you want to use Onshape, SolidWorks, or Rhino, or any other uh, solid modeling app. So trying to, we tend to do that now, where we bounce out a, uh, a step file, because it's sort of a universal uh, solid modeling app. It's not just Fusion, because a lot of folks say, hey, why don't you use some open source software, and it's like, okay, here is a step file. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna talk about the roller assembly. Um, so originally, I, or your, your, your basic roller carriage has four wheels, but um, Hitachi mm -hmm. uh, Nisaka on Thingiverse designed this really ingenious design uh, that's a cheap roller carriage, and there's like, 10 remixes of this thing, and it uses three ball bearings to create a roller carriage on a piece of 2020. And so the way it's designed is it, it's, it, it can use a, it can adjust the tension 
of the third wheel because of the shape of the mount and you can use a long screw and a cap nut, it's just a hex nut, uh, to tighten the tension on your, on, your roller, uh, on your roller carriage. So that's pretty neat. Bill Binko found this on Thingiverse and printed it out and I redrew it in Fusion to not use the tension part because I didn't need it. I did print it out originally, but I was like, eh. I kind of got this tolerance thing figured out, so I went with a custom version of that. Uh, but shout out to to person on Thingiverse for uh, releasing that. We probably released it like yeah, like a couple of years ago, like five years ago. Very cool design though. Um, so what I wanted to share was uh, this version here was like the first one I created. Uh, <laughs> it uses more parts. Uh, it uses heat sets, and it's not as good. It's just not as good. The reason is because these these wheels, uh, they just have a lot of like bumps on them so it just feels like you're driving a car with flat tires and you're driving <laughs> it on the rim that's what this feels like it feels terrible and it kind of gets stuck a little bit it's not smooth I bet if you you know the more weight you have on it obviously it's gonna be more smooth but if you don't have your ball bearings and this is all you got I guess this is a good prototype um, but there it's your common kind of roller carriage wheel um, yeah it uses those uh, those thinner ball bearings I think yeah uh, more parts doesn't necessarily mean better part. So there you go. This this one is a lot cleaner and way smoother. This is way 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 more smooth. This is the way to go. Uh, just weird that they're 625z uh, sizes. But yeah, these wheels already came with it. I don't know if they're heat pressed or what, but I don't think they're coming out, and I'm not gonna find out. So those are way better ball bearings because they come with the wheel already and it only uses three uh, screws and three hex nuts and that's all it needs so great find on that Bill Binko and you can make your own you can use this for a lot of different things I bet okay so that's the roller carriage this just shows you how to install it I made like a little handle for it um, which is kind of neat you don't need it but I made it so there is the assembly, the full assembled one. I actually have to cut the screws. It uses long screws. Um, if you are using button head screws to do this, uh, you want to you wanna have like a length of like 25 millimeters. If you have the flat head screws, you want to do like 20 millimeters. And I only had 25, so I had to cut them. And boy, is that tough because they were like whatever high grade steel. It's cut. It was hard to cut. So that's why they look a little jagged because they are. Moving on to the arm assembly, it's just an arm with two heat sets. This thing gets bolted to the clamp and the clamp, um, clamp uses what, M3 screws, yeah. Yep, and then the arm gets attached to that. This is where the pen of the soldering iron gets tied to. Yeah, sweet. Counterweight, this one talked about the counterweight. Little piece of rope. Um, I'm using uh, these old 608ZZ ball bearings from a pair of skates. Um, you can use BBs, which is probably less, less expensive. And then just this rope, this nylon rope. Yep, assembling the carriage with the arm. It gets bolted to it. Well, not bolted, but screwed to it. And that's what it looks like. Yay. There's a little, there's a little tab with a hole in it, an M3 hole. And that's meant for tying a piece of rope to it so that you can pull it up and down. So that's what the rope does and that's what the hole does. Idler assembly. Yeah, this is way too complicated. Bill Binkus is better because <laughs> there's like so many parts to it, but I already, like I said, I already figured, I already had this uh, sub assembly figured out for like the past two projects or whatever. So I figured to go with that route, but uh, Bill's version, uh, I think it's just one piece and then the, the garage door puller. So maybe go with that route, but hey. These are it's what I have offering to you. <laughs> so there you go. There's the full ass assembled assembly. <laughs> All right, the 2020. So uh, the 2020s that we carry in the Adafruit shop are a length of 610 millimeters. Uh, that is 24 inches in freedom units. And uh, you don't need it to be that tall unless you wanna have a really tall press and you wanna, you wanna press a really tall part. I guess that would work. We cut ours in half makes it 305 millimeters in length. Cutting aluminum, uh, I've never done it before, so I had to uh, get the proper uh, 
blade for my compound miter saw. This is a 10 inch compound miter saw and uh, I got a 100 tooth titanium blade because uh, the hardware store only had wood blades so I had to find this on Amazon, check the reviews, they're very terrifying but it, it ended up working. Uh, I've never cut metal with a, with a thing so you make, you know, I took precautions, wore the right things, uh, made sure that um, uh, that I was wearing the proper, I don't know, safety gear. Made sure that, you know, stuff was away and that the chips would go this certain way. Uh, that is, it has a, like a laser, but I couldn't figure out how to how to line that up. And uh, using these clamps here to keep the to keep the the extrusion uh, up against the the support wall, I guess. And uh, yeah, it, it does wonderful clean cut. Compound miter saw is definitely the way to go. <laughs> um, yay. Pretty clean cut. Yeah, not too bad for my first cut. Imagination Inform is asking, can you use a hacksaw to cut it? And Bill is saying yes. Oh. You just gotta cut it slowly. Oh. Well, I had to get this thing done, so I guess. And Mr. Certainly is asking, do we have a metal bandsaw? You get table mounts for handheld bandsaws from DeWalt, Milwaukee, oh, okay. etc. Yeah, I thought the compound miter saw would be the right tool for it. The quickest way, cleanest way, I think. Oh, oh, it's a good purchase. Cool, so that's how I cut it. I didn't cover that in the video because uh, it was getting over a little, a little too, too long. And then cool. another comment from HT Magic saying they used a horizontal bandsaw to cut a 80-20 structural components. Works well too. Nice. Excellent. Cool. Oh my god, yes. Oh gosh. We wear yeah, glasses, wear those, so... Yeah. I mean, we were filming it, so I had to be super precautious of what's yeah. going to go wrong. And if you look closely, like, the thing's hanging off the freaking table. I didn't even look. You see that corner? It's like hanging off the table. It's super unsafe. Don't do that. And then Bill's saying that, yeah, uh, to mention that it could be tall, you know? So yeah, it could be, be tall. Able to... just, just leave it. I almost so really do don't it too, to but it. I, I kind of had to get this thing done. I really wanted to cut it the right way. Don't be a chicken, cut it. <laughs> like I cut it. All right, cool. Uh, Should have did it by hand, right? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, back to the learning guide. Yeah, so I didn't cover that, but uh, I did link to my, my my miter saw and the blade that I'm using because I think it's okay. I got lucky on the base. This was a piece of wood that Brandy cut like a while ago, so I didn't have to cut anything. I just like chewed up the edge, I think, right here, and that was it. Um, yeah, just a piece of wood. Um, just make sure your wood screws that you're driving into the 3D printed bracket are not longer than the piece of wood. So that's about it. Uh, piece of 2020 gets secured to this 3D printed mount. There's two T-nuts and two M4 screws that are go on each side of that. So they kind of tighten up in the profile there. So that's how it looks like. And then, uh, you, uh, you, so you could position it wherever you want if you're doing the whole wood base thing, you put it where you want. I thought it'd look good on the left. That's where Binko put it too. So I was like, yeah, that's a good place to put it. Nice sturdy spot. Yeah, so it's like an eight by 10 inch um, piece of wood. It could be whatever size though. Whatever makes sense to ya. And uh, yeah, I'm using wood screws, little ones, little baby ones. Cool. Moving on to, this is a cool photo. This one shows like all the sub assemblies before it's on the rail on the 2020. Start off with the roller carriage, like fitting that over the profile. And then um, you want to orient it to where it makes sense to you, wherever you put your platform. Just make sure your orientation lines up where you want it. Installing the 2020 is the next thing. It goes on the opposite end of the, of the roller carriage. You just slide that in. Uh, and then uh, while you have those two pieces uh, already on the 2020, it's a good idea to do the rope next to string that through the little pulley there. Since mine has a little tight thing, uh, the, 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 the geometry kind of makes it so that uh, the, the rope doesn't come out, so it's kind of you have to kind of pinch it in there and then kind of rotate it slowly so that it catches the rope. Um, so if you have a thicker piece of rope, it probably won't work with this, so you might want to check that before building it. Check your thickness of your rope. That's why I, I linked it, or not linked it, but I said it's 2.5 millimeters thick, the rope, because I think anything bigger probably won't fit in my little, my little idler. Cool, and then the idler goes on top. Um, yeah, the pulley goes on top of the, the profile of the, of the 2020, and it gets bolted down with this one T-nut here. And then we can put the soldering pen on there. Uh, I don't think Bill's fit on this clamp. He used this same print, and uh, it had like a bigger shank or whatever handle.
but you just had longer screws and that seemed to work okay. So we might, you guys might wanna, if you have like a, a thicker iron, maybe it makes sense uh, designing like a custom bracket for your iron or something so that it fits perfectly. And stop near the bottom of the carriage so that it stops, so it stops the, um, the iron from hitting the platform. Yeah, a couple people, I think Imagination of Form was asking about uh, stops. There are two, the top and the bottom. Yeah, the top is just stops from those from itself. Let's go over to the overhead. So there's the final build. Um, let's see. Yeah, take proper safety precautions. Remember to keep the power cord away from the tip and remember to turn off your soldering iron after use. Another modification would that? be... Somebody said the soldering will get very hot while energized. Please keep body parts flammable, etc. away from hot parts. Do, I guess Mike, do not maybe. keep heating the inserts after placement to prevent plastic melting and damage. Oh, that's right. And please uh, avoid fires around heating devices and use safety glasses during use. Stay safe. Thank you, Mike, for that. That was excellent. I neglected to say that in the video. This is dangerous. I did burn my finger. So don't <laughs> burn your fingers. Cool. Let's look at the, um, the is it F? This one. So let's look at that. It's going to be a little bit hard to see, but there's a little T-nut right there. So when I hit that T-nut, it stops right before hitting the platform. And you can adjust this. You can unscrew this and move it up and down because it's a slim T-nut. And then the top. Oh, random hey, puppy. Got a random puppy. Say hi, Roof. Hi. His name is Rufio. And, Settle uh, down. Uh, let's see if we go at the top here. There's the, the thing just stops itself, you know, it just stops there. And if you look at the back here, the, <laughs> the string is like, uh, kind of length prop, uh, accordingly. So this would just, this almost, this right here stops before this gets to reach all the way at the end. And then this stops around midway. So you can play around with the, the, um, the end stop wherever you want and adjust the string as you, as you need. The only other thing that I kind of forgot to design was some sort of clip to hold this somehow without it just kind of dangling wherever, so we might revisit that, but I'm not really bothered with it too much. We'll definitely revisit it as some people are suggesting having it be motorized. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, huh? right? It has its countdown and has mm -hmm. lights. It goes, hello, happy <laughs> <the> new year. <laughs> I am low on these inserts. I got like a pack of 50 from, from McMaster and I'm down to like 10 because <laughs> I, I made a lot of parts, you know? So I guess we're gonna do some live pressing. The uh, soldering iron that I have linked is this one. Uh, it, it's, it's got like a built-in controller here. I like to use 380, because I think that's okay. Maybe it's too hot, maybe not, I don't know. And then uh, Kirby's saying that it's not soldering if you don't burn yourself at least once a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the stick vise. Huge fan of it, thank you guys for recommending it. Stick vise. We're gonna look at a custom stick vise um, jaws for Sicker Playground in uh, in the in the in the shop talk show. I think your community makes one of those. So that's that's why I'm using. I can feel the heat here and smell it. It's definitely heating up. Um, mm, yeah. Point. So I have this this uh, these HDPE uh, jaws that we sell in the shop as well. I thought I'd pick those up. It's got a nice. I flip the the I flip the jaws around so that it's nice and flat. It's meant for parts, it's sort of like that V-groove. So, let's see. And then Ooh, Bill, oh Mr. Certainly, and Mattable are both mentioning to make sure to turn it off because the heat rising up could damage the oh, iron absolutely. as well. Yeah, well, my original design, like, yeah, so, like the whole thing was all melted and wobbly because I, I, was, I was touching that, that, this nut right here, this collet nut, that gets really hot, don't touch it. I know it looks like it doesn't, but it's, it's, it gets hot and I burnt myself up. Yeah, those stock photos of people soldering are completely fake. Don't oh, yeah, touch yeah. the metal. No, no, no. Yeah, so there is a little lip at the end of that guy, of that heat set, and that just rests on top and you can't push it in. It won't go in all the way because that lip has got a smaller diameter. So this makes it so that your alignment is, is going to, your, your heat set's going to stay there. It's not going to like fall off. So the only other thing is like, kind of bringing it down slowly and then lining it up just before you touch it. All right, so I got it lined up now. So when I did all the shots, I had to line this up first. 
I think Kirby mentioned, where's the, where's the laser, man? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta line this up like some sort of savage. So it's set up. Um, it's lined up now. All I gotta do is just hold this down in the hand and push down. Let's do a zoom in. Zoom in. Can I zoom in? Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna zoom in and uh, press it in. Let me get a close-up shot of that. I like to uh, not push it in all the way at first, because if you do push it down, you can't undo that, so. Ooh. There you go. That's it. There's your heat set insert. Nice. Yeah. So don't touch it yet. It's still hot. Ask me how I know. So yeah, this is just the same part uh, of the idler. So I'm just making another copy of it. Maybe switch up the color. So yeah, when you're inserting it, maybe get away from the tip. And then put it in, and then we'll go for another one. But you can see how, uh, how close I am to that edge. Because the part, it's got like this weird shape to it. A bit more maybe. There we go. Yeah, probably want to make sure that this piece of wood, this platform is nice and level. Um, I, it's got a little bit of a bend somewhere, but it's fine. So you go, there's that first piece. This is another one. It just fits on top. Like yet. Sometimes the tolerances are different on some parts. Shouldn't be. Like this one, maybe it was too close to the, to the bed, but it's staying in place so far. How are we doing so far? So we've got a suggestion for a secondary mount for the laser pen. Yeah, totally gotta do a laser pen. Yeah, this one doesn't wanna go in all the way. There we go. Just that little bit of heating it up, guided it back in there. That's why I like these, because they have that. Because it'd be a lot more difficult to line that back up if you were just uh, freehanding this. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why I built this, right? We, I was working on the Keyblade project, which uses heat sets, and that's a huge part. This print takes, it takes quite a while. So. I ruined it in 12 seconds. It took 12 hours. It was, I was like, never again am I gonna, you know, do this to, but I had to do it, I had to do it. And I had to get it on video, which is like upsetting. So gosh, it's all crooked and gross looking. And I'm using like crappy heat sets. <laughs> Bill Binko says that his design should be up in Thingiverse in about 10 minutes. He's Sweet. doing his upload right now. And then we're getting requests for it being mounted at an angle. So the base is closer to the board. And Not what at an angle? The soldering iron. It's like one of those uh, side 3D printers, or like print sideways. Just to keep the heat from rising. Like good ideas. Mm -hmm. yeah. A machine making parts for itself. What a time to be alive, says Anthony. <laughs> I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, a fellow on Instagram who came up, well, he had a, his own press that he designed. And uh, I think a lot of folks saw it and were really pleased with it. But then... Um, Was that the first design? Yeah, I'll show it to you after this. All right, cool. So we're done. We got our two pieces, their heat set. Uh, hopefully it didn't take longer than whatever. I think people like demos. Okay. Um, Bill Binko's also saying that his Heat press is completely compatible with all the parts on yours. So you can swap around if you want to use yeah, his cup. His, his, you can use yeah. his cup with your design or vice versa. Yeah. Or the pulleys, they all should be compatible. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Bill uh, was showing off uh, these, these light touch buttons and they have the quarter 20. Um, Quarter twenty insert heat mm -hmm. inserts for uh, tripods. Yeah, which I should pick up some too, and uh, I could probably use that M five tip um, that came with this pack because this is the M three four forty size, mm -hmm. which I tend to use for everything M threes. Yeah, 
threes down to M2. Yeah, super awesome. So let's take a look at, I think that's it, dude. Was I gonna Sweet, look at? awesome. I was gonna look at some other things I forgot. Let me look at the notes. You were going to show another design off, different design. Then, uh, oh, right, 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 yeah. Inspiration on yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's see if I can pull it up. I have a, uh, a Google Doc with like a bunch of reference links. So yeah, this was a... Uh, Here we go. I found you. Unfortunately, the person who posted this oh yeah has like disappeared has removed his account so i got lucky because somebody uh coding heroes is like a person who shares other people's things isn't it's that like, funny that's the thing that would save that's what archaeological yeah like some the future not, i'm gonna say it neat. but yeah look at this thing it's um I guess and this it has, looks like it's motorized too huh i don't know yeah maybe so maybe it's so, yeah so technology is his name was his name on on instagram but he again I, I could not find him anymore he had a bunch of really sweet mechanics and fusion so 360 cool. designs so his looks like wow. it it stays there and it has some sort of like tightening bit <laughs> and um those are the make block um aluminum beams which that we I did get to try yeah. out yeah and even the soldering iron is different i guess it's a weller or something huh. But yeah, yeah, this guy um, this is what kicked off the idea a couple months ago or a year ago or whatever. It took about a month to make this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think to, that I was actually going to make one until I ruined my keyblade. <laughs> yeah, 12 hours. Sometimes it just makes sense to do the heat inserts. Well, what the, when you ruin a part and you're like, why? <laughs> okay. All right, cool. So if you guys want to build your own, all the parts, yeah. everything is linked. Don't forget to use 10% off coupon code HOTPRESS. Yeah, we'd appreciate if you hold off on purchasing uh, the, the tips, because I'd like to actually show that we can, mm. we can mm -hmm. sell this thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got these, these tips. You're just gonna sit there. Another hacker said a different design as well. Did they? Please link me. I'd like to share it and add it to the research, resources list. Yeah. Yeah, the only ones I could find were the ones that I linked from uh, Hackaday. If you jump over to Discord, you can see Bill Binko has posted his version. Let's do it. Again, completely compatible with the uh, one here. Where's this tab? Here it is. Let's check it out, guys. And I also have Bill's uh, YouTube video linked with the right time code. Sweet. And then Tynzo in the Discord is saying that you can use a gauge to be the stopper so that you can do the entire press in one go and use a gauge guide who set the depth uh, to set idea. the stopper. Yeah, you know, nice little depth stop action. Mm -hmm. yeah. No good idea. So yeah. all of these could be added. You have Yeah, Bill's has a light on his soldering iron, which works right, so well. Yeah. I guess I could put And some soldering irons, I think his have like a timer as well. So it just oh, shuts, it shuts off. off after. Oh yeah, I didn't turn so this definitely, off. Definitely, uh, oh, I thought you did. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, see folks, safety first. So just off, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, don't touch it. Yeah, if you do get plastic on the tip, which is what I did, you can just um, use a paper towel to scrape it off. Is that what you did? Yeah, I think it had alcohol or something. Obviously, the, the, the iron was cold um, before I, I cleaned the tip. But yeah, I did get plas the melted plastic on the tip. It comes off. No worries. It's brass. You could probably polish it too, since it's discoloring now. It's old. I want it to look shiny and gold. <laughs> and don't forget to join us on Show and Tell. Looks yeah. like Bill Binko will be there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely tune in for that. Cool. All right. I think that's it for this project. We'll yeah. definitely be adding more modifications, maybe making it motorized. Probably so. next year or something. We'll see as we use it and we um, figure out what we really, really need. Mm -hmm. we'll obviously Maybe a little it. guide for the stick vise, yeah. like more little clamps to hold it down in place, yep. the laser, all really good ideas that definitely implement. Sweet. Shout out to Bill Binko. Yeah, this, otherwise this would have been just what we did originally and it just- Which <laughs> wasn't as- Nah, well, this it, is it works with like way better. <laughs> yeah. It works with very small parts. So yeah, this is way better. Um, these are the jaws that uh, I wanted, we're in shop talk now. Um, so stick vise is great. 
you, there's lots of different custom designs for it. And there's like a Thingiverse page and they just overall good team. So let's take a look at Thingiverse. Another good modification by Kirby. Kirby, Stuffy Kirby, Kirby in the chats. Made this really awesome stick or grippers for the Circuit Playground Express. Right, so if you got a board that's very custom, um, custom shape, making a, a pair of, of jaws, it's kind of useful, especially mm -hmm. if you're doing a lot of different projects with the same board layout. And I retweeted um, his posting of the, a better schematic of the clamps. Better schematic of the clamps? Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, Dimensions right. and yeah, spec sheet that he uh, drew up for the jaws. Yep, so there's these two M3 holes on each of these aluminum blocks, and uh, they're threaded. Let me get the link for Not this. heat set because it's metal. <laughs> uh, I don't see a link for this, Kirby, so I'm just going to link to your Twitter status for this. Oh, what am I doing? This is electric. <laughs> I'm doing it by hand. Are there any like quick releases, like a quick plate for changing out jaws? That's kind of neat. Because this is taking a little bit longer than I anticipated. Posting up the links to the update or the a better drawing for the stick vices if you guys want to make some custom ones. I think somebody made a trinket sized one. I've seen someone. Yeah, there's like a Raspberry Pi Zero one that looks ah, yeah. really useful, especially when you're putting a header. Mm -hmm. I had like a Panavice attachment. I put tack on it. <laughs> tack on it, yep. Tack everything. All right, after hours of assembly, here we are. <laughs> Where's the circuit playground? <laughs> there it is. So, she fits right there. Ooh. And you can tighten it with this compression action. Tighten it up on that wing nut. And there you go. You got your shelf. Superly secure circuit playground. Looks fresh. Nice. I'm gonna use this for hero shots, little beauty shots of the board. Sure. Sweet. Yeah, a lot of folks create their own. Like somebody did like a threaded rod here. Pretty neat. And then uh, we could do overhead. Yeah, this one. Nice. Cool. So shout out to Kirby. It's on Thingiverse now. If you don't have a pan of a uh, stick vise, you can pick one up in the Adafruit shop and use coupon code Hot Press. Super handy. I like that. This is actually the most expensive component in the build. build. Yeah. <laughs> well, not really part of the build. Just one of the yeah. It's a tool. Accessories. Yeah. yeah. Helps you hold stuff. Yeah, I got this cheap seven dollar. Um, vice and people are like use the stick vice. What are you doing? I was like, oh, we, never heard we actually it. carry it. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's. What are we prototyping? Oh yeah, yeah, here we go. This is yay pie badge. Pie badge. We've been showing bits of it. I just wanted to show some comparisons between some of the older gaming projects, like the Pocket Pie Girl. Makes it look like a giant pocket pie girl. And even the- That's pie girl zero. Pie girl zero. pocket, I forget where she is. She's somewhere. Oh, you're right, yeah. Right here. Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe in Gavin's room. And then compared to the size of the Joy <laughs> Bonnet. Sorry. It's a little bit bigger. The case utilizes no heat insets. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all There's 3D no printed. <laughs> it's all snap fit. Nubs and snap fit, but you could definitely use um, screws. The standoffs do have the M3 holes on the bottom. So you could use this if you just want to, if you don't have any clear filament and you want to look at the beautiful silkscreen artwork from Philip or Guess, definitely do that as well. Just use the back. The back's just used to protect the 400 milliamp hour battery that I have on there and the oval speaker. I have a nice little cutout for that. We also have a reset button. Yeah, this is nice because it has like a concave feeling to it so I'm super that you're not going to accidentally <laughs> push it in. Yeah, so it's uh, completely flush with it. You really do have to push down on it to do the reset, which you'll definitely need when you're prototyping your games because it's running MakeCode Arcade. Holy moly, this is crazy. So this is a completely editable game. 
If you tune into John Park's workshop, he's been doing about two months worth, I think, of Make Cut Arcade tutorials, which show you how to completely make a game from scratch. So how to do animation, setting up your sprite, the artwork for all that, and then having that all run on actual hardware. That's right. This is so amazing that it doesn't hit you until you actually have it in your hand, you're playing around with it, you open up your web browser, start editing your sprites, your animations, do an edit, and then you, with web USB, <laughs> giant shout outs to our very own Dan Halbert, who got that working, I think yesterday. So in the web browser, I was able to edit this and shoot it right over to what is going to be challenging now, I think, all the Raspberry Pi emulators and mm -hmm. games and all that Ooh, because I saw that we can now run NES ROMs on this. Yeah. Yeah, so, why wait for Linux to boot up for two minutes? Yeah. You can have instant joy. This is What was kind of insane. a mind blower for me was when I was playing their little demo insane. game. It's called like, it's called Flappy Duck or something. Yeah. And I kept dying and I said, wait a minute, I can make it so I don't die. Yeah. So I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is cool. Just drag it and drop it and see. Mm -hmm. Little checkbox. I don't want to die. So I'm not usually a gamer, and you know, even when we did our pocket pie stuff, I was like, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> this is a Especially freaking since game you have, changer. Uh, the con complete control over mechanics that hasn't been explored. Mm -hmm. so. And the sick. wide possibilities of um, the level design, the game design, the creativity that a lot of people always have, but the barrier is always like, oh no, how do yeah, I learn, learn, get this sprite to animate? How I get you know this. This menu screen to show up. Yeah, hit like, the button and then hit menu. There you go. There's a menu yeah. here. Turn, put it up closer. Let's get a look at those graphics. They're animated as well, folks. Yeah. There's audio. I think the There's, support for the I audio don't see is coming. Any lag or anything. Yeah, it's so. There's particles awesome. and, 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 and like atmosphere. This is just a preview, but we'll show it again. This is next week's we project. We haven't even so got we'll, sound working yet. Yeah. That's coming. It is so freaking. So by the amazing. time we actually have these in stock, I think we'll have a lot of. Yeah. Awesome demos and games and things. Cool. Uh, so this is supposed to be like a badge. So yeah, it's not we have to be the little the... hooks on here that are compatible with the lanyards that we have in the shop. Uh, I already talked about the button. Super proud of it because it took me two freaking days to <laughs> get this all nice lined up and not falling out. Yeah. Yep, you have access to USB port, which does do charging. You have Stemma on the back, the yep. Stemma ports, programming yep. ports. There mm -hmm. are headers on here. Yep. I'll go. Again, I don't want to spoil all the coolness. I'll show this off next week. I'll spoil it right now. Oh, yeah, there you go. Here's the 3D model <laughs> that we showed last week. And yeah. The screen just is here. the 1.8. 1.8 inch. 1.8. Yeah. I think it's 320 by 240. Perhaps it's smaller. Yes. I don't know. Uh, I think, was it 160? I forget what the resolution because it was a multiple of something, but it's. Accelerometer it's, on there. There was a lot of thought going yeah. into Longboard being able buzzer, to expand this. Speaker port, charging, built-in charging. You have there are some light sensor. That, you uh, have a accelerometer on there. Yeah. You have new pixels on there. Mm -hmm. This thing is eight megabyte flash. Dope. Yeah, the the other the Pi Gamer is gonna have like SD cards. There is another version of this coming too. That one's gonna be super gamer. This one's like a conference badge. Like you could do games. It's supposed to be like a conference badge, but badge, yeah. Because it's the size of a credit card. Because what happens to a, you know, a, a conference badge after the conference, you know? You play with it. it you play with it when you have a Pi badge. Built a game. <laughs> you develop on it, you continue using it, so it has yeah. a life that is beyond them. just a, That's you know. Insane. What do you do with the Disney pens? <laughs> do you use them? <laughs> well, you can use this now, again, for other projects, yeah. prototyping, all that cool stuff. Very cool. Obviously, Gavin loves this because yeah. it's so nice and small. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know what else I can say without continuing to explore. Yeah, so or... sign up for us, but don't, hold on. Uh, the website, here's a... Yes, they are out of stock. Uh, make... They're probably <laughs> being made as we speak. Sure. There's more going in stock. Yep. We're going to have two different <laughs> versions. <laughs> Sorry. I was just saying, we have tutorial content from John Park, like mm -hmm. you were saying earlier. And, yes, uh, this is a live play. guide. This is a guide right now. It's live. You can do this right now, today, in the simulator. You don't have to have the hardware. So when you have the hardware, you just offload it. You just play with it. And, and in case you it's missed amazing. it, because this is all this stuff is just so mind blowing the way that yeah, this is going on. Last week, the team from Microsoft, MakeCode, MakeCode Arcade, were on Ask an Engineer. That's correct. A lot of 
mind blowers yeah. were dropped during that mm-hmm. episode. So yeah, definitely good look of what, what went on. listen to yeah. all the stuff that's going on. It's crazy. Circuit Python editing is coming in Make Code. There, yeah. it yeah, Python being able to edit, write Python right in there. That's great. There's a lot of awesome. Yeah, I didn't want to learn JavaScript. Now I don't have to. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> great. So Sweet. definitely check um, that if you have any interest in what's about to come up with all of these awesome gaming platforms coming down the pipeline. Lady Ada needs to cook more, <laughs> okay? She's cooking a lot. With the hot press. Don't there forget, give a go with hot press. There is a ton of things that are cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, very cool. So usually I'm not a gamer, but man, this thing has me addicted. Good. This is so awesome. <laughs> Good, I don't have time to, to be excited yet. <laughs> I gotta work on this 3D scanner. Thing. Right. <laughs> Sweet. Um, where do we go from here? Uh, this week's Time Lapse Tuesday, Community Makes. Give me a second. Let me look at the notes. Did we miss anything? There's always something we missed. Like, oh, I didn't get to, to share that thing. Where are my notes? I lost my notes. Perfect timing for setting this up because I'm yeah, pretty sure up, Time Lapse man. Tuesday and Community Makes section is now. Yeah, this is the continuous servo. I want to have that open. And somebody's like, what is that? <laughs> We've got the Pi Badge um, product page, PID 4200. Oh yeah, let me mention that again. There are two versions of the Pi Badge coming out. Yes, an LE version and the full-blooded version. <laughs> this uh, The other one is not going to have headers, it doesn't have an accelerometer, right. it doesn't have the NeoPixels. Let's take a look at it. It's supposed no, to be it the low cost. Neo Pixel. Oh no, it, ha- it has one, it doesn't yeah, have we can take a look. the other four. Here it is. So you have one NeoPixel. And on the back, you might like this because if you want it super duper thin, this is the way to go. Yes. You might even get rid of that JST connector there and go full out, mm-hmm. super slim. <laughs> Sorry, super slim. It's great. So, 10 bucks cheaper. Yeah. We're making more. Excellent. As we speak. As we speak. All right. Coupon code. That. And then, uh, I don't worry if we don't have them in stock. We have a coupon code every week on Wednesdays and Thursdays, so there's always time to take advantage. This week's community makes this time lapse Tuesday request from our very own Filterone. I saw this on the Instagrams. I was like, hey, let's put a cricket on there. Yeah, right. So, this is a two stroke engine for educational purposes. Especially in this household, since we don't drive gasoline-powered cars, we have to show our kids yeah, how, it used to how be. cars used to run. Yeah. So you. Would, you oh. Uh, yeah. So we'll take a look on. at the website. So it's a. Uh, it's a. It's on uh, my mini factory, by uh, Reg Taylor, who uploaded this, and uh, it's a free download, I believe. Yes, it is free. Yeah. Sweet. So he's got some photos of it here of the assembly. A couple parts and things that you can print. Did you need any supports or anything for this? I did not. Cool. So you just printed in pieces and just printed flat. Color. Um, he did a really good job of getting all the toler- tolerances to fit cool. pretty good. So there co- does come with a little crank, so you can hand crank this. But of yes. course, we wanted to put a oh, continuous servo on the back there. We hooked it up to Cricut and a uh, Circuit Player and Express. Just used make code to program the A and B button to go reverse and uh, forward. Do that, forward, reverse. And when I was doing the build, they were doing a, a nightly build, they were fixing some stuff, so I wasn't able to get the um, step up and step down, so it would like increment in speed. Uh, that should be fixed by now, so I don't have time to yeah. copy that code over. But yeah, you do some speed changing on there, you can have it go left to right. Yeah. Stop. It's great. Buttons the, on there. the cricket really makes this super duper easy. You just plug it in and drag and drop some code blocks to get this going. Yeah, there were some questions. Oh, why didn't you just put a motor on the back? Because you can do light sensing, you can do <laughs> temperature cricket, sensing, man. you can do light sensing. There's a bunch of so, uh, we can sensors. Not do some awesome with this robotics platform. I know. It's just like scratching the surface. It's always like a starter point. Yeah, you don't teach by just slapping something and be like, there you go. No, you want to expand education, teach them learning how to code with blocks, Ooh. teach them how to print a thing. Our job here is to let you know the amazing thing that Lamar designed and worked hard towards. Exactly. That's it, man. You don't learn any of that by just it's slapping just a, a cheap motor. <laughs> motor on there. Right, anyway, <laughs> uh, 
of course it's over engineered. Duh, because it's just starting off. Exactly. But this is just a cool little way for displaying animated, you know, things on whatever, you know, for school, education, things like that. So definitely a lot here in terms of teaching kids about programming, design, 3D printing, sure. coding. Yeah. So a nice enough, fun story, uh, getting, the, it's a popsicle stick with hot glue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is 3D printed. But, uh, you know, the, the, the thing broke, right? And which broke? The, the servo? Horn? Oh, no, it was just the horn. Yeah, I just didn't glue it on there good enough. <laughs> See, that's why it's a little off-center. Yeah. Hey, you can quickly prototype something. Mm -hmm. Hot glue and popsicle sticks, man. There, there you go. go. <laughs> this is super fun. So awesome shout out um, since I have not seen another two-stroke engine that is that actually works and it's printable and people have oh, yeah. uh, oh, you know confirmed yeah, that it does. There's a lot of models of, of this type of uh, design, mm -hmm. this mechanism. Yeah, so wow, it's really smooth. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so awesome design. One of the reasons why we're using a, a, a servo instead of a uh, a regular motor. Continuous servo. Continuous servo is because you have control over it, as Peter saw, uh, showed you. Mm -hmm. You can have it turn on when you clap, when you see light, when you move it, when you tilt it. The temperature the changes. The tilt is a drop down that says, like, you want to tilt this way or that way. It's kind of interesting. So, this is the servo, it's 750, and it uh, comes with a bunch of horns and hardware. So, yeah. We also have a metal one, I think. Yeah. And uh, we have lots of projects that use it. It's no, a great I, way to, to kind of get. Think we have the metal one. You don't have a metal one? I, All right. I don't think so. I think we have the other one that's not continuous, that's metal. Last time you ordered this was 2015. It's been a while. Super handy. Yeah, super, super good stuff. So there you go. They're in stock. There you go. Coupon code HOTPRESS if you want to get some more continuous rotation servos. Mad Bodger was asking uh, where we got the screwdriver. Thanks, Bill Labinko. He posted the link on there. Oh, thanks, dude. A very awesome motion-controlled screwdriver. Yeah, it's not cheap. But it's definitely handy if you do a lot of yeah, um, screwing. Sore wrists, this can help you out. Yeah. I don't have a link to it, but it's in the Discord chat room. Discord chat room. Here it is. Yeah, I love it too. Motion control. And we're, we're blinked out here. There we go. There it is. It's 100 bucks. Definitely worth it. Yeah. It's hackable too. It loads as a USB drive, and you plug it into your computer, so you can change the functions. It load, yeah, it just loads as a drive. There's a little hex document in there. You can open that up and type commands in there. Have it operate how you want. Yeah, super cool. There's even a firmware update that came out with this. If you have one, you haven't updated it. Screwdriver's got firmware. You can update the firmware for your screwdriver. Screwdriver tweets. Remember that scale that tweeted. Your weight. <laughs> what were they thinking? <clears throat> so yeah, you can get 10% uh, off that with Hot Press. We can offer join. I think that's going to be it for this no, week. It is 12:01. Oh, <laughs> there's something else. I swear. Yeah, all the all the makes this week. There's that's many. There's that many. We're gonna have to save that for next week. Yes. <laughs> Just let, keep Just keep piling. Let that. Let it that did show Kirby, so that was cool. But there was some. Uh, it's just one. What was a really cool one? Oh, Pi Portal case. That was kind of neat. Oh, Kirby also did the Pi iPad Pro oh. bumper. Was he added some speaker holes, I believe. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he used yeah, yeah. The, the Apple design doc to do it. Because they have really good documentation if you're making a case for an, an iDevice. They do, they yeah. They even really have the radiuses for all the corners. Yeah, they're crazy with I the mean, radiuses. well, the way they make they need They want the case manufacturers to yeah. have their things working perfect for them. They manufacture themselves with that. With their own CNC machines. No, the other case makers. Oh. So there you go. Check it out. It's meant for uh, flexible filaments if you have an iPad Pro. Yes, so handy. Device. Sweet, good thing. All right, well, that's it. We got more. I'm going to put them in the blog and stuff. And uh, we'll get those out and get uh, Bill Binko's uh, files up and updated in the Learn Guide. Tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time is Show and Tell. We'll be there with everyone from the community, Lamar and Phil. We'll get a chance to chat with them. And then Ask Engineer is shortly after, as it follows, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Happens every Wednesday. Today's episode is going to be a remote show. They're actually down over at, I think it's the IBM headquarters, Red Hat quarters over there. If you missed all the blogs and tweets, Lamar won. Yeah. Very awesome coveted award. Very well deserved. Definitely check all that out. Lots of accolades around. So awesome. 
Yep. Tune in tomorrow for John Park's workshop. That's correct. Happens every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He's going to be showing off some more awesome Make Code Arcade stuff and build up to making a full-blown game. So definitely check out all of the playlists for all the epi past episodes. That's right. I need to do that. It's so mind-blowing. Yeah. It doesn't hit you until you have it in your hand. It's like, whoa. The speed of it, too. Is like, oh, yeah. Buttons already debounced for you. There's no kernels to load. <laughs> what? Yeah, spend two minutes just loading it. Sweet. Well, there you go. That is going to be it for the show. Again, don't forget the coupon code is HOTPRESS. We're going to have another one tonight and tomorrow. That sounds cringy. Yeah. No, they're talking about the. Somebody's asking if you can resin print an eye. Would it be safe after curing? I would not try that. Yeah, that stuff stinks so bad. I mm. I couldn't imagine it'd be safer for stuff. Don't like you know when I see the. Um, use of it though. I'm sure they're using like you know uh, clean. clean stuff. So yeah, maybe Maybe if you use that. Yeah. Use it to make a mold. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Let us know if the audio was terrible or not, and hopefully it wasn't. <laughs> if it was, we definitely we would have known about it by now. Yeah, I got this new mixer that works out really nice. It's called Just Mixer from Park. I sound a little overmodulated oh, you from do? here there, oh, but not, not the whole thing. I have complete control over that. How about now? Because I have like a little slider now. Because of the lag, I won't be able to. Oh, right, just right, leave right. It there. Right. Yeah, I'll leave it there for next time. There's no way to lock in these sliders, but whatever. It's in the middle. Tape it down. Yeah. Thank well, you for joining. thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm Noe, that's Pedro. Um, don't forget to make a great day and stay negatively positive. That's a new one. Bye, folks. See you next week.